0: Dearest Kick Ons listeners, we hereby invite you to the hottest happenings in Aotearoa.
1: We are here to let you know where you should be and when you should be there. No need to RSVP, it's invite only. And you're
0: on the list. The
1: night is young, no, we're not done. Party back at ours. everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome.
0: Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason.
1: Kyoto ora Steph. How are you?
0: I'm good. I feel like Mercury retrograde is like officially over mm-hmm. but I have a theory that I wanted to run by you really quickly. Well it is officially over like that is a fact. So I feel like the wahine in my life we went through it during Mercury retrograde like shit was crazy and now we're like we're back on keel But the men, like to be very binary about it, are wilding. Like something is in the water, and everyone in my Mm. life is like, "This has happened. This has happened." Mm -hmm. They're going crazy. There it is—the full moon. The oh, it's the full moon in Aries. Werewolves are out oh is it your moon (laughs) okay so something exciting is happening (laughs) Mercury and Recrograde
1: is over the full moon is out not just any moon but your moon we need to introduce our guests right now because honestly it has been (laughs) such a long time coming and I cannot wait for you all listening to get to know this absolute diva <laughs> yeah. hello, hello, hello. Okay,
0: I'm gonna do the official um the official pump up, the official welcome just to get you really into it, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is what I did when I was supposed to be working today. I'm not an overly religious person. Sorry, mum, but the only way I can explain seeing our guest today perform is like being at church. After a series of life-altering events, our guest found herself back in Wellington after years in New York and New Orleans, where she released her debut album, Run Deep, and performed in venues just casually like the Hollywood Bowl and Carnegie Hall, alongside these artists you may have heard of, Etta James, Bjork, CeeLo Green... Since being back in Aotearoa, she has released more music Sister with Zoe Moon and Stand In, which was shortlisted for last year's Silver Scrolls. I'm no I'm no one
2: best.
0: Now, there's a two part EP series on the way. The first installment, Future Classic, Volume 1 Classic is out november 4th and the gorgeous first single run me through was released last friday to kick on Stephen Mahal! Hello! Hi! <laughs> Kia Greetings! Thank you so much. We are so excited that we have teed up a time to chat to you because we are we are super fans we and we are. have been <laughs> <laughs> since the day that we first saw you perform which I can't re- actually remember what, the first time. San Fran. Uh, just- I... I think it was definitely San
1: Fran. San Fran. Oh. oh my mm. goodness. Oh my God. When you say it's yeah. a religious experience, it truly is. When you're performing live, Diva, like where do you go and where do you get that from?
0: Well,
2: hopefully, when I'm performing, I'm able to connect and channel to a place where I'm not really thinking about so much what I'm doing and I can just totally succumb to the moment. I like to perform in a way where I don't feel like I'm like doing the same thing twice like exactly the same way I've done it before Mm. so I like to feel like every time I'm doing it it's like the first time
1: I feel that we've seen you a few times we've been the absolute privilege of like seeing you perform (laughs) a few times now and every time is uh, a level up a different feeling from me and the audience and you and I just like cannot wait for you to take yourself on tour around New Zealand this year mm-hmm. how did that come about
2: it's pretty lucky it was like a the logical next step up and kind of just start curating like building my
1: audiences in um
2: my listeners throughout the country you know so
1: with um the upgrade in venues or the seat capacity, I guess, what does the show yeah. look like now? Do you have ideas swirling?
2: I do, actually. I don't want to give too much away, but I want it to be, like, I want the spaces to feel as intimate as if I were in, like, a 100-capacity room, as, you know, so that, like, you're not – I don't know. I don't want to feel a distance of the space. So I kind of want to figure, you know, I want the performance to really kind of move everybody to the like very back seat in the space. And I want us to all like be in it together. So I'm very excited to, I guess like connect and like open everybody up in that many, <laughs> in that big of a capacity. Cause like, that's really where the euphoria lives, you know, when you can get everybody to surrender.
0: How do you feel at the end of the show then after giving all of that to these people? Is it like a release?
2: Yeah, it really, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a crazy like transmission of energy and it can be very uplifting. It can also leave you feeling really like vulnerable afterwards i feel really sensitive after it like takes me like two hours afterwards to be like okay i can kind of maybe talk to people (laughs) you know and come down is really interesting so, you know, I kind of try to, like, surround myself around people that I can, like, be really trusted
1: around, yes. you know? It's interesting when you say that you, uh, like, surround yourself with a really, like, tight-knit group of people. For this tour, mm. will you be taking your, like, girls on tour with you? Or are they all going to be there?
2: Well, my, my people that I usually take on the road, like, some of them are unfortunately on tour abroad so i've made some changes and taking it as an opportunity to play with some people that i admire so there are definitely going to be you know some new faces that people haven't seen me play this before but they'll be recognizable folks and um Yeah, there's going to be a lot – the EP has a lot of, like, vocal arranging. I really had, like, a good time (laughs) making sure that I had, like, some really fun vocal arrangements and backing vocal arrangements. So that'll definitely be present in the show. Lots of harmony to, like, embrace you and kind of swirl around you. So it'll be really, really fun, I think. Yeah.
0: When you're in the creation process, is it – well, like, in terms of coming up with arrangements and backing vocals, is that something that comes to you as it's happening, or do you go in with, like, a little bit of a plan, or is it more like an ad-lib, let's see what we can do here, kind of? Uh, or is
2: it everything?
0: It's kind of a bit of both.
2: I kind of sometimes fly by the seat of my pants a little bit because I like it to feel really off. Like, I like it to feel fresh. Yeah. but But when you're dealing with, like, new music and new players you kind of want to like make sure that you you kind of want to make sure that you like read all the rules in the manual first (laughs) (laughs) and then and then like you know took liberties so I'm gonna take some time with this one to make sure that we really get everything under our um in our possession and then then be able to like play with it a little bit more I imagine by like the last show we're gonna be (laughs) like super on a different level I wish I wish I wish this tour was like 25 dates or something like that, you know Same. and then just really like <laughs> yeah we'll get there yes. you know but you gotta start somewhere so
1: when you were creating the EP did you always picture what it would sound like live do those two things come hand in hand for you
2: yes yeah, yeah yeah I always think about that I just think about how I can play it live and what it's going to sound like live Cause I never want to make a record that only sounds good as a record and not as a live performance. Yeah. You know how some like, sometimes you're like really like sucked into a vibe and you're listening to a track and you're like, Oh, this, this is like vibey vibe is And then you go to the live show and you're like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it does not translate to the thing. I'll just go back to the record. You know, I never want that to be the case. I want the live show to always be like transcendent, you know?
1: I know and it it is and it is you're (laughs) doing
0: it when did you start working like on the pieces that have ended up in the EP
1: so
2: it took a little while for me to figure out what the heck I was gonna put on this album (laughs) to be honest I was like I don't know where it's gonna take me and then when I really finalized the idea of doing two like drastically different EPs I was like okay once I like narrowed down like what I wanted to do with future classic volume one and two I was like okay now I can start like listening like feeling what feels right for both and you know um I I feel like maybe I kind of got like a clear idea of like what was going to go on it maybe like a couple months ago I had already been working on like lots of different tunes for a while like for like a year almost and maybe a little longer and, but I sat down and I was like listening in order and trying to feel like what feels like a whole complete piece. Cause I never want to make a, I never want to make a record that only has like one song on it. You know, I always want to make albums, even if it's EP, I want like from top to bottom to be like the thing, you know, I don't want any skips on my record. <laughs> At least I try, you know? And, um, yeah. So it took a minute, but I definitely wanted some song, like to pull some different subject matter Mm. into this project. So, you know, I mean, I'm very heavily motivated by my feelings and I love writing about love and interpersonal relationships and stuff like that. Cause for me, like that just, it comes out really naturally, but there's also some other like subject matter that have been really pressing for me that I've been able to like, write about and feel like yeah that's a that's a thing that has to be said and you know so both eps are going to have some different subject matter too that's really cool
1: yeah that is really cool the the lead single run me through is that a good representation of what we're going to fear hear and feel on the (laughs) first drop
2: Um, It definitely is a good, like, all-round representation of what you're going to hear. But there's lots of different, like, elements. There's different hues and tones that are going to go into that space. You know, everything is touched and influenced by classic 20th century music, you know, Mm -hmm. particularly Black music. You get, like, a little piece of everything because Rummy Through is, like, old school soul jam, but it's got some jazz chords in there. And then it's got some, like, country vibe in there. I'm trying to, like, if it was written now, but it was, like, like something that came from the 60s, what would it be like, you know? Mm-hmm. So some of the tracks are like that. And there's some, you know, some, there's some, like, energetic pieces that are going to come that make you want to dance because I really wanted to have songs on maybe that people would dance to. And then there's some stuff that's going to make you feel a lot of feelings because <laughs> I have a lot of them. And, and then there's going to stuff that's going to make you feel like really like
1: powerful and oh, my heart is like. <laughs> Aching with excitement, I like. I cannot I tell you how pumped I am about this. It's like almost embarrassing yeah. being near you right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs>
0: You're you're doing the <laughs> most. <Stop. laughs> and you worked with a new producer.
2: Yeah, I've actually worked with a few people for the first time. Mm. Um, um, Chris Webby's like the main producer that I've been working and writing and producing with. And he's from Christchurch. He's pretty dope. He, they, are um, he's actually short list. He's a finalist for the Myoha Award for the Silver Scroll cool. with uh, the track that he produced for Asia and Billie Jean, Conte Iho, and that's pretty awesome. And him and I, we just become like really good friends. We just started like, I don't know, we just started trying some shit out and it just kept working. So we just kept like working in my home studio and just, like, making dope tracks. We were trying not to be too precious, and then I think that was a really good approach because, like, I feel so stoked about every single song on this EP and the next one, too, because it's a real, like, beautiful song. And I'm just really excited to share it, you know? And it's really good confidence booster to, like, come out of being on a record label and putting out, like, a relatively, like, successful debut album and then moving to like being independent you're like oh my god can I even do this like do I have the thing that I thought that I had like when I had all those people in my corner like if it's just me in the room with one other person like what what do I have to offer and then to come like have this be like the fruits of our labor it feels really Looking good.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> yes. so nice. She's happy. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, like, what the difference is, or are there differences in the way that you... I guess that music comes to you in Aotearoa compared to when you were living in the States. Like, is, is there a difference Mm -hmm. or is it just, it's your life experience? So, I mean,
2: there's no way that it couldn't be different because I'm so heavily like influenced by my surroundings. It's absolutely like different feel things differently. The sounds that I'm like inspired by are like different, like, you know, and also you're like in a different place in your life. And so like,
0: I kind of wanted to go back to stand in because I love that song. Um, (laughs) I guess like reflecting on it, like being nominated for a silver scroll, all that kind of stuff. How does it feel looking back now on that release and like what it's then kind of informed now?
2: Well, I mean, that was like the, the, my first release after like, leaving my record label. Mm. And so it was definitely like a real like, oh shit, is anybody gonna listen to this shit? And luckily they do, you know, (laughs) which is cool. You know, like it's still like doing like really well and people really connected with it because it was really honest. Like I wrote the song, like I completed that song. I had like started some ideas for that song, but I was like in a flat at my mom's place. In Kelburn, and I was like cut up, and <laughs> I just stayed up the whole night and wrote the song. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I was just like fuck this shit, and then like, I sent it to my friend Mika, and I was like, "Do you want to read?" And I, like, you know, I need to <laughs> put my feelings out, oh. <laughs> you know. And so, I love that song too. It's like one of the favorite songs I've ever written. You know, because yeah, it's just like one hundred percent real and true
0: there are lots of well, a few songs in life we are like i just need to feel empowered and that is for sure yeah, it's a, a, yeah i think as well like the video i think it's because it was just like i don't know anything shot in wellington and around you're just like so i feel quite connected to well
2: that video was shot by like a really amazing director named petra civilidge and it was really interesting because she was she like the day that we shot that video, she had broken up with her partner. Oh,
0: <laughs> so no So like,
2: It was like across the board, we were all like feeling the, you know, We were in the same mind yes. space and she was like, she was like, you have no idea what this means to me. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, I do that. Oh, yeah, suck, i wrote yeah. a song about it, babe. <laughs> yeah. I do know, yeah. yeah. But it also it sucks that you do too. And it also I felt like it was a cool way for her to feel like deeply connected to the piece. So I feel mm. like when you look at the frames and the way that it's shot and edited, it and how vulnerable it is all the way through like she really really worked the shit out of that video and it meant so much to me to work with a woman as well like I'm always trying to not work with cis males <laughs> if I can avoid it so not that they're like bad or anything I just like don't yeah. any opportunity that I can to uplift like BIPOC Non cisgendered people <laughs> too, yeah, you fully. know. It's so, So yeah. it was really, and the producer on that video was uh, a woman, and it was just yeah, it was mad cool. And then all the dudes were like really nice people. So
0: that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they should be. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the video for "Run Me Through." How did that come to be? It's so like majestic. Almost, I was getting like cowboy, you know, colonial <laughs> vibes, like strong women. I loved well,
2: it. I didn't come from come from like a colonial vibe. I was actually really inspired by the black female cowboys in wow. in Louisiana in the South because I don't know if you know, but like cowboys, the first cowboys were black. <laughs> so, so for me, like, so for me, like that was like a really cool way to like put that imagery in people's face also I grew up riding so it was also an excuse I was wondering that on. I was like
1: are you an original <laughs> horse girl like <laughs> yes. I
2: definitely an OG horse girl I was definitely I had a horse Her name was Rebelina Bell Aww. um I used to ride from the time I was about eight so um it was just like I was like, ooh, and I—I I don't know if you saw, but I that that Netflix film, the harder they, the harder they fall, and Regina King is this, like badass bandit, oh, and it, the God. opening scene is her, and she just looks so insanely fucking cool as shit, and tough, and yes. like just owning her shit, like whatever it was, and she was kind of like a bad guy, but like what is a bad guy back in that time, you know, You're like whatever, oh, um, really? but yeah, she's so like that was a huge inspiration I also saw this really stunning image of these three black women by the sea with these black kates wearing Spanish riding caps and I was Mm. like oh that's the look oh my god and I dreamt about it while I was back in New York recently and I was like actually chatting to like one of my actor friends and I was like so I'm in. I was just like dreaming it up, you know, as if it was like never going to be able to happen. And I just was like, you know, let me just start like putting some feelers out there and see if I can achieve these things, so you know. And um, I, you know, so I just dreamt up this creative world and met the right people again, mostly women, except for the dop and the grip, you know, and. I was like, I want to do this. Can we do this? And they were like, All right, let's just let's, let's do it. And, and you know, it happened. So now there's a video of these like striking, strong women on horseback mm, <laughs> chasing down absolutely. bounties,
1: looking absolutely <laughs> fierce the whole time. The fashion, mm, and you always yeah. look like head to toe flawless. The fashion oh, in this stop. video is so striking.
2: Oh, thank you. That means a lot because I really, I, I've always been into fashion. I love like visual mediums and I love to express myself outwardly through the means of like wardrobe and styling, you know, because it says so much. So it's really fun to build that world too. It's such a creative space to like Build mm-hmm. a visual world with people, mm-hmm. so and you know for that whatever four minutes you're like ah <laughs> we're like in in the middle of
0: like... yeah where were you was it in the South Island
2: yeah so we flew down to the South Island and we were in Arthur's mm-hmm. Pass oh
0: yeah gorgeous. so
2: we were like at the foot of the New Zealand Alps and it was incredible and we got the one. <laughs> One nice day. Oh god. <laughs> so we lucked out, too. There wasn't a cloud in sight. It was cold as shit, but it was so sunny. So it was amazing.
1: My favorite scene from the whole video is when like you all pull out your flasks and like have a little sip together. I was like, "This is the greatest shit I've ever seen," and I want to be in this friendship. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: it was good. You don't, you, you can't see it, but I was also, I had a crossbow strapped to my leg. Oh my goodness! That I didn't get fully, yeah, I had all the weapons. My friend, my friend Beth was the armory. I got really excited about the (laughs) weapon.
0: I was like, give me all the blame. And how was getting back on the horse? You know, I
2: rode this amazing horse called Stella. She was so beautiful. We fell in love with each other. We became best friends. She like was like snuggling on my shoulder by the end of it and like closing her eyes. And I was like, I like fell in love with Stella. And there was this awesome horse, um, like the horse wrangler and safety like oh, yeah. safety uh, supervisor was this badass lady named Heather <laughs> she's like exactly what you think of when you think of like a horse lady she she just like got me on this horse and rode around the paddock for a little bit just to like get acquainted because I've never ridden without a bit before the commands are really different too when you're not using a bit so right. I just like got myself like you know moving around just like connecting with the horse and then had to start shooting and you have to be real careful because the horse, you have to get horses acquainted with all the big gear mm. and anything that makes like sounds and you, they have to get used to a camera to, you know, cause they're animals and they can react if they feel like they need, you know, horses are like flight animals too. So like if they're not fucking with something, they're like, I'm out. <laughs> or you you're, you can get off my bag and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? By the end of it, she was like unbothered by it. So it was yes. really cool.
1: Honestly, like you yeah, are yeah. just gifted with like the most incredible singing voice I've ever yeah. heard. She yeah. is an actress and like a producer and a horse rider. <laughs> and, like,
0: and a an equestrian. Oh, yes. oh my god.
1: Do you know that I'm like dying? I was
2: like, can somebody <laughs> please cast me in a sci-fi fantasy movie that has to do with mm-hmm. being on a horse? Like I can do, like, you know, Lord of the Rings, like, whatever, like, me in something. I'm, like, ready. <laughs> so ready. Uh, I'm, like, I will be in, a, like, a badass Western or,
1: like, futuristic, whatever, post-apocalyptic shit. Like, get me it's in coming. there. It's coming. Just keep saying that to the universe. It's coming.
2: I'm trying to channel that. I'm trying to channel that into, like, fruition because, man... That's like the dream. Like I love science fiction. I love fantasy. So I was like, ooh, like, I'm hoping that somebody sees that and is like, hey, <laughs> next oh. thing I know I get hit up by an agent being like, I wanted you to, like, test for this. Like, like, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah.
1: You're like, I know. I've been expecting your call. <laughs> I'm
0: good. Was Run Me through the obvious lead single? Um. You know, there was
2: a couple ideas. It was always like a front runner
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and it was one of the first ones. It was the first song we like really completed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so i I don't know. I didn't want to come out the gate with like a slower song. I mm-hmm. thought that especially since we're going into summer, trying to be strategic about that shit. also, it like makes you feel good. It one does. of the things that you know, like, yeah, like it's like, subject matter that necessarily doesn't feel good but it's like it makes you want to move you know so that was that was part of the deal but yeah it was always in the front I yeah, love nice. that
1: it just starts off with the chorus as well I was just like this is genius yeah mm.
2: yeah well I just wanted it to go on forever when I was when we were writing it I was like you need to, like, milk the shit out of this. Everybody needs to listen to it as many times as possible that will fit on the four-minute.
0: I feel like there's going to be times when I know that I'm about to do something I shouldn't, and I'm going to be like, don't do it, girl. <laughs> don't do it, don't girl. Don't do it, girl. <laughs> I'll be like, no, That's I'm the sorry, David.
2: Well, well, you know, the other thing is that, like, I wanted to, like, be somewhat, like, humorous you know you're kind of taking the piss out of yourself a little bit because it's like you know you always have your homies that are like don't do it girl <laughs> don't do it <laughs> and you do it anyway like that by the line there's a backup vocal line it's like should have seen the warning signs and the answer is me online <laughs> so you like talk about something but you don't take yourself too seriously in that moment you know
0: totally we've got to so, be yeah. easy on ourselves
2: Yeah, I mean, the world's already going to be hard enough as it is. and As artists, you know, you're always, like, the most hard on yourself, you know, most unforgiving with yourself. Mm. So I just was like, let me just, like, put a little tongue-in-cheek in in there. And then it's fun to sing, you know. Yeah,
1: and imagine the whole audience singing that back at you. It's going to be wild. Mm, Yeah.
2: Mm. Yes.
1: Also, it's (laughs) like... You want to sing, like, the
2: melody and the hook is just so good. You just want to sing it, you know. I wanted to make songs that people wanted to sing.
0: And I can't wait to hear the rest. So the classic tour starts on the 4th of November, the day the EP drops. So if you're in Napier, you've got... 24 well let's say 18 hours to learn all the words you've got homework to do that day Napier then Diego is going to be in Auckland on the 5th of November Wellington on the 11th and Christchurch on the 12th so so excited to see the show live to see it in a space a new space we haven't seen you in before yeah I know I'm excited so great and you come out yeah, everybody go. yes i'm yeah. out steph's getting a
1: wellington crew together i'll be getting the auckland crew together i know there are christchurch guys listening honestly everyone bring your friends yes. and go it is literally my favorite thing to do go see a diva show no joke not even hyping this up Aww. because this is my job <laughs> i thoroughly am obsessed
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the other people in the audience at a Diva Mahal show yes. are your people, you know? Like it's just mm. like the most amazing experience and we're so lucky to have you back here we in Aotearoa, really Diva. Are.
2: Thank you. Thank you guys. I'm so glad to be here. I'm really excited to get this tour on and who knows, I may be releasing another track before that comes out. So just stay tuned. Also, I'll be announcing the opening act soon. So that'll be cool too. There's going to be some pretty cool people opening for the tour throughout the country and yeah, I just want I just want to do that to a full room. So make sure you get your tickets. www.divamall.com. Come through. You can download or stream. Run me through on all the platforms and um, yeah.
0: Go check out that Thank video.
2: You. Yes, YouTube, Vimeo. <laughs> They're up there. Give it the streams. Get you know support independent women in music support BIPOC women in music in Aotearoa like come through show up pull up and have the yes. fucking
1: time of your life I thank, thank you, thank Diva. you Diva. honestly you are a star and we Yay.
0: love you lots see of you soon. love you guys
2: yeah see you soon Bye. bye, bye.